the boys are back. Play, playing uh, some, what's it called? What's that song? Boys back in town, boys are back in town. Yeah, we uh, took January off after a long, long Watchmen coverage, plus Rise of Skywalker. Skywalking on something on and, the moon. Uh, then, then we're back, we're back. We're doing Oscar predictions. Oscar! I'm Eli. I'm Oscar. And uh, you're watching Fail Sun Film School. <laughs> um, no, you're watching. We're you're watching. Listening. We're yeah, listening. You're, you're... Hey, I'm watching a podcast. <laughs> I'm watching here. Mom, I'm fucking, don't fucking talk to me when I'm watching my podcasts on my YouTubes. <laughs> you you piece of garbage. Where's the, where's the ZD, ma? Sorry for those <laughs> super uh I'm Italian. I can... oh, yeah, so am I. Well, yeah, so we're, we we're can... good. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Also, first off. I'm gonna say something that people might get mad about me for. You can't be racist to white people. It's just not a. Like, yeah, well, it's, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Or any like Italians, like uh, yeah. Irish. You can't. They're, they have funny racism. Yeah, the racism implies the uh, systemic <laughs> aspect of it, which is right. not the case for for us whites. Right. Exactly. Not anymore, yeah. at least. Might yeah. have been maybe in the twenties it was like acceptable that was bad. Yeah, but, there were definitely like, times when like Irish people, Italian people were weren't considered white. But now. Now it's really funny, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Off of, off this is of that. not a podcast about racism. Although I mean, sometimes there's uh, a lot of racism we talk I'm looking about at it, this like when year. when we cover Watchmen. You know, yeah, and when we cover the Oscars, too. Because they don't have any, mostly white people are nominated for all these awards. Yeah, this year, uh, the, the past few years, they've been doing relatively well. There, there have been people uh, of color winning an Oscar for acting, like, every year for the past, like, maybe, like, two or three years. Like, they kind of got on a good track there. Multiple nominations for people of color. It seems and, like a step uh, backwards. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. There's only one uh, person of color nominated for an ask, acting Oscar this year, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Is, um, let me see. I'm just checking on my sheet. Oh, he is directed. I thought he, I thought he wasn't direct. um nominated uh bong jun ho for parasite yeah yeah bong jun ho is nominated for parasite the only person of color nominated for directing yeah and no women again although i would take little women greta gerwig over todd phillips in this category any day easy well spoilers but okay we will get into that i'm sure but i don't think it's a long shot to think that that's you know where i'm at yeah uh so we're going to do every category. We're going to start... Every, all 24, baby. We're going to start from uh, near the bottom of, of uh, you know, the list and then work our way up. To the more toward, important toward the categories. the big categories, so you have to listen the whole time. Yeah, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so starting off, we're going to do documentary short. The nominees for which are In the Absence, Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone If You're a Girl, Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, and walk, run, cha-cha. Before we actually um, make our predictions, let's explain what we're going to do. So we're going to say the ones that we think should win and also the ones that we think are going to win. Also, to preface here about what we're working with, Eli has a literal spreadsheet uh, on his computer right now. And I just have the nominees in front of me. So fucking I'm going to get all of them right and all of his data is just going to be um, – worthless because he's a nerd and i'm just the best so listen to my choice here for best documentary short uh i'm gonna go for uh learning to skateboard because skateboards are cool and i like them a lot i'm gonna fill my bubble in 
I I really like your your logic there, and I really like your answer too. Because that is exactly what I have winning the, as well. What is it about? I I have <laughs> basically I'm no idea what any of the shorts these. are about. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So Luke is gonna go off of all of these basically on instinct. He has not like done any work before we started <laughs> okay, recording. Some of them I have. Okay. But... <laughs> okay. I'm sure you've thought about like director and picture. Oh yeah. But like yeah, Luke's just kind of going off off the instinct of, uh, of of what he's thinking off the sheet. I did a lot of work. I have like a spreadsheet of like golden globes bafta all the guilds the critics you know ben zosmer from uh uh hollywood reporter does his oscar math every year he's great check him out so i have like all that stuff on here so i have like an over informed opinion to the point where i'm gonna like overthink it and get them wrong um but learning the skateboard in a war zone if in your if you're a girl won the bafta for documentary short so it seems like a shoe in for this category hell fucking yeah i'm the best uh, next up is animated short. Do you want to read those? Animated short. We got Desera, which means daughter, uh, hair love, Kitbull, memorable, and sister. So we have daughter and sister in this category. Very familial category here for animated who, short. Who do you think is going to win in that family feud? Um, <laughs> I kind of want to pick one of them there, <laughs> but... Fuck it. I'm going to go with, uh, Kitbull because, like, that's my Kitbull... Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good name. Uh, <laughs> I, I get why you'd pick it. Uh, I have hair love. I've just I've just seen that's what people are kind of betting on. Uh, it seems like it's seems like it's a safe bet. This the shorts are always a crapshoot. Yeah. So for the last one, uh, live action short, the nominees are Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Syria, not the country Syria. I don't know if it's pronounced. I think it's Saria, but okay. And a sister, and what, what do you what do you think is gonna win? Well, I mean, we have sister and animated short, and then a sister and live action short. Uh, I don't think either of them are gonna win. I think uh, we're gonna chalk this one up for the boys, and Brotherhood is gonna win, and it should win as well. That is also what I have winning, uh, with another possibility being the neighbor's window. Those are kind of the two that I've seen bandied about as as the most likely contenders. But uh, those categories are always hard to predict. Now we're moving on to the ones where you well, have like actual data and thoughts. yeah. I mean, before we go through twenty twenty, uh, dudes rock. <laughs> Men's rights. Men's rights. <laughs> Joker. Brotherhood. Best best live action short film, baby. Uh, men's rights activism is Neither bullshit. of us have brothers. However, you are a brother. I am a brother. So, That's true. Yeah. I don't think my sister listens to this podcast. She should. Yeah. Learn a lot about brotherhood. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Do you want to give us the nominees? Makeup and hair. Let's go. It's We got number one, Bombshell. Number two, Joker. Number three, Judy. Number four, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. And uh, number number five, 1917. What do you what, what do I think is going to get? Yeah, yeah, you go first. Yeah, go I first. always got to go first. I, w- I want to give it to Maleficent because they have like kind of outrageous costumes and stuff in there. I think it's that's makeup what, and hairstyling. Ma- oh, this is makeup yeah, and yeah, hair? Yeah, makeup and hair. Oh, my bad. Okay, Maleficent's not... Well, they do like she does like they, they do, make her they make her really look like the the, the like animated yeah like yeah. the animated creature. So I think that so I'm gonna put a star. I think that Maleficent should win, but I don't think they're gonna win. I think that they're gonna give it to Bombshell because those ladies uh, are bombshells. Yeah, Bombshell is I think the easy pick in this category. It, the Oscars love to give this award to 
uh, movies where they turn an actor into someone famous. This movie has to turn like Charlize Theron into Megyn Kelly and, you know, Nicole Kidman into I forget who. Uh, so, so I think this is like an easy win. All them win. Fox broads. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have not seen Judy or Maleficent or Bombshell. So I don't feel like I can I can really make a should a should win in this category. So I don't I I have no idea. I've seen yeah I haven't seen the three movies that I think would lead the category, but um, I think that Maleficent looks cool. I saw so my I actually I've seen the preview for Maleficent by accident because I accidentally played it on my phone real loud during work. <laughs> So, like, people probably thought it was like, oh, he's really into, like, Maleficent. And I'm like, no, I just did this by accident. I'm sorry. But it looked cool from what I saw. Um, so now we're going to do sound editing. And we're going to follow Ooh. that up with sound mixing. These, Yo, are, these are tough. These are my bag. All right. So. So the nominees for sound editing. Sound editing and sound mixing. Here's the thing about this. Every time you win sound editing, you also win sound mixing. So Often. You, Not every time, but yeah. So if, a, if a movie's nominated in both, they will usually. That win. eliminates here. So for sound editing, I'm going to read them all. Okay. Oh, you're just going to do them? Right, for sound for editing, we have Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. For sound mixing, we have Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So you already know that Star Wars and Ad Astra aren't going to win because they're not nominated in sound editing and sound mixing, or they're not nominated in both. The other four are. What I'm going to pick here is because um, this movie is about war, and a lot of sounds happen in war, and it's also one continuous take, so they have to like do everything. Plus, like when we saw it, like... I was paying attention to the sound in this one. Those footsteps, like, sounded incredible, first off. So I'm giving it to 1917 as should and will win. In both categories? In both categories, sound right. editing and sound mixing. So I also have 1917, but this is these categories are really, really close. In sound editing, Ben Zausmer's Oscar math has this as one of the closest categories. The Guild of Motion Picture Sound Editors gave Ford v. Ferrari the Sound Effects and Foley Award, and it gave 1917 the dialogue in ADR. So it is a war movie. That makes me want to say 1917 for both. And then in sound mixing, the Cinema Audio Society gave Ford v. Ferrari the, their live action award. And 1917 wasn't even nominated. So if 1917 loses, which the math says they it will, it's going to be because Ford v. Ferrari beat them. I'm going with 1917 anyway, because it's I think it's the movie that more voters are going to have seen and be voting on and just have liked, and I, I predict it to... And it won the BAFTA. 1917 yeah. won the Sound BAFTA. It's just one award at the BAFTA, not oh. two, but it won, so... I think that the the trade awards in these categories are hold more weight to like the people who work in the industry than an Academy Award would, um, Both of those Guild Awards are about f a, a little over 50% accurate. So it's not a huge statistic, but I think that, it is a little over 50%. Yeah, but accurate. I think that like the, the the Academy people when they're voting for this just they're just dumb and they're not they're not as smart as the trade people because it's a bigger pool of dum-dums to vote on, right? Yeah, I think I think like if we learned anything from last year it's like do not overestimate the Academy. Right. So I think, but here's the thing, Ford v. Ferrari has got like the fast cars, you know, the racing, the sounds and the things. And the 1917 is like, you know, a war movie. But, They're both the kind of movie that could easily win. So yeah, I mean like both of them, both of the movies 
every like most of the members of the academy were alive to actually experience like when they happened <laughs> so like it's a toss-up between those two I, w- I would think but i'm going with my with uh my lock of the week here 1917 yeah i'm going with 1917 for both i have reserved the right to change my mind on, up until the ceremony starts but that's what i'm going with for right now uh costume design i'll read the nominees uh the irishman jojo rabbit joker little women and once upon a time in hollywood did you ever see how little those women were because i did and that should win period pieces rule um they all look fantastic i didn't i didn't see low women but i've seen previews and stuff and they look great I'm, I'm, i'm down yeah i also have little women winning uh, it should win as well. Yeah. That's my easy should win. Um, I've seen all the movies in this category, and uh, they're all nominated for Best Picture, which is rare that all the costume design movies are nominated for oh, Best they Picture. Are. Yeah. Um, and it's an easy choice. If if a movie isn't Little Women that wins, it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I think Little Women, like, it's just... Uh, they're period, which the Academy loves... They are very expressive for the characters while still kind of keeping in period. I, I don't know if it's like 100% accurate. I've heard some people say like, like maybe they wouldn't be wearing this or that, but it's like, I don't give a shit. And it looks great. It tells me about the characters. It informs me about the time and the customs. And it should, it's, yeah, I think Little Women is going to get, uh, is going to get an Oscar here. I agree. All right. Want to read us the nominees for visual effects? Uh, visual effects. We got Avengers Endgame, The Irishman. The Lion King, 1917, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. This is tough for me, honestly. I think that, I think it's probably going to go to, like, Avengers. So Avengers is a movie that's all a visual effect. It's it shot, it shot entirely on a soundstage with green screen covered around, and it's all just a digital movie. So they had to basically create all of the effects for it. Whereas something like, I mean, The Lion King is the same idea where it's a whole like CGI movie, but it looked like shit. Um, <laughs> 1917, pretty impressive for some of the visual effects, but you know, it was a lot of like, they're filming on location, whatever. It's the, uh, I don't know. Um, what I think should win though, is the Irishman because damn, I love looking at young Marty, not Marty, <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro. You know what I meant? Yeah. Damn. I just love looking at him. So, so this is an interesting category. The Visual Effects Society gave The Lion King its feature award. Well, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. And two other awards. And, and the feature award is about 59% accurate for the Oscars. It gave The Irishman its supporting award, like supporting effects award, mm-hmm. and one other thing. And it gave Star Wars one other thing. The BAFTAs went with 1917. And the Critics' Choice Awards went with Avengers Endgame. The math has Avengers Endgame actually being the winner here, but I am bucking the math and saying 1917 is going to win because it's the best picture likely not you know winner, and I think that it's going to win for visual effects because it's the movie in this category that people have seen. The Lion King, the people who did The Lion King just won for The Jungle Book a few years ago, so it's like we don't need to give them to it again for basically the same exact work. Yeah, you know, for looking like shit still. Yeah, and I, th- I think The Jungle Book, I didn't see Lion King, but from what I've seen of it, The Jungle Book looked better. I kind of liked the jungle. It wasn't like great, but I kind of liked it. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, 
Avengers Endgame could win, but no Marvel movie has ever won in this category. This could be like a oh, it earned it. Like if I but twenty twenty no year Marvel movie has ever won. Dudes rock twenty twenty. Come on, and I don't think this is gonna break that trend. I think I'm going with nineteen seventeen. Look, they worked really hard. They had to make. 15 movies in order to get this award so i i think either avengers endgame or honestly star wars rise of skywalker would be worthy winners i think the star nah. wars movies generally look pretty good like even when i don't nah. like them which i usually don't maybe it's because we did a whole episode in star wars yeah. and i don't want to ever want to talk about it yeah again. but i think their, their effects look good i'd be fine with 1917 winning as well uh for a little more of like a slightly more subtle visual effects feast but there are a lot of visual effects in that movie mm-hmm uh want to read us the nominees for production design if i can find them on my sheet here yes uh production design it's going to be either the irishman jojo rabbit 1917 once upon a time in hollywood or parasite um since i'm starting off i would love to give this to parasite because i hear that the production design in it is pretty good but i haven't seen the movie because i'm a dumbass nerd so i'm, I'm gonna have to give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because all those sets were real and they built it. Whoa, that's crazy. Okay. So uh, I also think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win. It has a, it looks really good for it. It won the Art Directors Guild Award for period film, but Parasite won for contemporary. So that's an interesting thing. The BAFTAs went with 1917. Uh, Critics' Choice Awards went with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's going to win because it's the fucking Oscars. It's the Academy. It's Los Angeles. It had to recreate the 60s in Hollywood for the people who would like know what that actually yeah. looked like. And the Academy was too busy reading Parasite instead of looking at it. I think Parasite is the one that should win. Uh, I, I have seen Parasite. It basically takes place largely in two houses, which were like created for the film and mm-hmm. are like partially special effects, but are for, for the nice house at least, uh, but are, were actually built and were sets that had to be made and had to be designed to tell you about the characters and the families and the classes that they come from. So yeah. Parasite should win. And if once upon a time in Hollywood doesn't win, it might be for 1917. I don't know. I, I don't think Parasite has a, unfortunately has a great shot here. Yep. That's just the, the stigma of it being a foreign language film. And this is, the academy here yeah uh the nominees for original song are i can't let you throw yourself away by randy newman from toy story 4 i'm gonna love me again by elton john and bernie Taupin from rocket man i'm standing with you by diane warren from breakthrough into the unknown by Kristen anderson lopez and robert lopez from frozen 2 and Stand Up by Joshua Brian Campbell and Cynthia Erivo from Harriet. So this is the other category Cynthia Erivo is nominated in this year besides Best Actress. Oh, because she she ran the sang the song. Yeah, she sang the song and she's Harriet. Oh, did you see Harriet? No. Okay. No. Um, I didn't hear like particular like I didn't hear like bad things. I just like didn't hear like much about it it didn't sound like a must see just gonna give it to elton john on this one yeah that's it's gonna be elton john yep (laughs) just doesn't matter he won the golden globe he won the critics choice and he's gonna get an oscar uh sorry bet the other songs are pretty good but you're not elton john he last won an oscar for the lion king 25 years ago uh circle of life i don't know but probably it's a good song i would assume so but maybe not i I you ever listen to aida I, yeah, I have, because we, we did it in high school. That's why I fucking said yeah. it, idiot. <laughs> uh, do you want to read us the original score nominees? I do. Uh, we got original score Joker by 
Hildur Gundelfurter? I can't say that. You know, I'm just going to make fun I, of that name. I, I'm going to guess it's Hildur Gundelfurter. Gundelfurter. Um, Little Women by Alexandre Desplat. Marriage Story by Randy Newman. Wait a minute. Yeah. Same Randy Newman? Yeah, same Randy Newman. 1917 by his brother Thomas Newman. Cousin. Really cousin? Legit. The, the, the Close Newman, enough. The Newmans are one of the most nominated families in Oscar history. Good shit. And um, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker by Johnny Williams. John, 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 John. I don't even remember the music and Joker at all. Um, so don't care about that. Sh- fuck it. Give it to John Williams. Let's go. We're doing it. Star Wars rules. So I have Joker winning in this category because I know you do, but yeah. I can't remember a single no, me neither. Thing I, from it. I don't either. But she has won the Golden Globe, the BAFTA, and the Critics' Choice for score. So it just looks likely as she's going to probably because she's hot. She's the hottest one out of all of them. <laughs> Are we? We're not. <laughs> I haven't seen what most of them look like. You already said she, so I mean like. Yeah. <laughs> hottest one out of all of them you know that's uh, how the academy thinks let's end this read us the cinematography Woo! all right good category here we're gonna go with the irishman rodrigo uh prieto prieto, prieto sure uh joker lauren sure uh the lighthouse uh jaron black blaschke 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 i'm stupid um 1917 deke 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 and then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by uh, Robert Richardson. Th- I didn't see The Lighthouse, but it had a very particular style. I don't think that Joker was particularly nice to look at or um, The Irishman was very – I don't think The Irishman was a lot – was about like the cinematography that much either. Um, it could either go to my boy Deacons or the guy from The Lighthouse. What I'm going to do, I'm going to say that Deacons will go back-to-back and win just to spite everybody and then I'm going to say that The Lighthouse should win because it it looks the most interesting out of all of them. Yeah, I have the same exact. I have the same exact. 1917 will win. The Lighthouse should win. 1917 is like a good win. Like it is it's, a feat. Yeah, it, it is, is a, a feat. technical feat. Um, And it's it's our, our favorite cinematographer of all time. So, yeah, uh, he won the American Society of Cinematographers for this. He, he won the BAFTA, the Critics' Choice, a couple other critics. The only other per- the only other should win I have is Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which was not nominated, but oh, yeah. easily should win in my oh, opinion. Okay, it just wasn't nominated. Yeah, uh, but I had to give a shout out. I don't know if there's anything that I saw this year that that isn't nominated in this category that I think should win. So, um, that's that. All right, film editing. This is a fun category. So the nominees are Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker. And Parasite. Well, considering I've only seen... I've seen three of them on here. We haven't seen Ford v. Ferrari. That's a movie with a lot of car racing. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of cuts in that. I like that there's no editing for 1917, which its whole gimmick is that it's all editing. Right? <laughs> so, I mean, or the gimmick is supposed to be that there's no editing, although obviously there's in reality so much there's editing. a lot of editing. Um, but... I want to. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to my boys. Uh, well, it was it was Thelma who did it, right? For the Irishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll give it to Thelma. I don't like how they don't put their names there. Whoever did the editing, don't like it. I have Ford v Ferrari winning this category. I know. But I think it's a toss up between Ford v Ferrari and Parasite. 
I think either one could feasibly win. Parasite won the um, American Cinema Editors Drama Award, which is 67% predictive for the Oscar. But Jojo Rabbit won for comedy and is also nominated. Ford v. Ferrari won the BAFTA. One of those three, I think. But it for me, it's between Parasite and Ford v. Ferrari. And this is one of those cases where I had to ask just like, what would the Academy do? Don't overestimate them. I think the flashy car races are, are going to win over like Parasite, which is like a, more of a thriller, a little more subtle. You know, it, it, I think Ford v. Ferrari is going to... This went to Bohemian Rhapsody last year. This which is, this sucked. is most editing. Like, that not, was the most not, editing, yeah. This is not yeah. best editing. This is most editing. You got a point there, and maybe I should revise my stance, but I think that maybe uh, they listened to us on Twitter uh, <laughs> and... We'll give it to my my homegirl, Thelma. It's it's interesting. Film editing, and I forget which one, either sound mixing or sound editing, probably sound editing, often go to the same movie. Not always, but I have Ford v. Ferrari winning editing and 1917 winning the sound categories, and it's like, if that's reversed, or, or you know, if, if that's not if that's how it works out, yeah. I'm going to be pissed. Because th- are, those are some of the hardest categories for me. Uh, do you want to read us the animated feature nominees? Uh, I do, as soon as I find them again. Here they are. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. Um, so, <laughs> what I think should win, I haven't seen any of these movies. Same, I've seen none of these. But what I think should win is the one with the most interesting title, the one I want to see the most, which is I Lost My Body. Um, what's going to win is Toy Story 4, uh, <laughs> because it's literally, did Pixar make a movie this year, the category? <laughs> so this category is, is, I also have Toy Story 4 winning, the math favors Toy Story 4 winning, but it is a little more interesting than you might initially assume. Toy Story 4 did win the PGA, the Producers Guild Award, which is 71, for, for animated, which is 71% predictive for this category, and the American Cinema Editors for animated, which is 90% predictive. Whoa. And it won a couple other guilds as well. Uh, the Visual Effects Society gave its feature award to Missing Link, and that's 73% effective. And then BAFTAs went with Klaus... Golden Globes went with Missing Link. Critic Choice went with Toy Story 4. National Board of Review went with How to Train Your Dragon. New York Film Critics went with I Lost My Body. So did the Los Angeles Film Critics. And the Annie Awards, which is the Animation Awards, gave Klaus its animated feature, which is 72% predictive. And I Lost My Body won its Indie Award. So this category could really be surprising. We could see a big shakeup on Oscar night. But the safe bet is Toy Story 4. <laughs> I love it. It's just like, man, like all of these these guilds and these like great societies that like really appreciate the awards that they're giving for like these movies and then just get totally fucking ruined because the Academy is just garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like if, if if we see a surprise on Oscar night, this is one of the categories like it could be in. But uh Toy Story 3 just won for animated feature a couple like a couple years ago, a few years ago or whatever. Not a few years ago. That was like a while ago at this point. Like last year. <clears throat> but no franchise has won multiple Oscars in this category. Did Toy Story win the Oscar? No. Oh, it did. So you're Toy right. Story 3 is the only Toy Story to win in this category. 
a bunch of other Pixar movies have won, but no franchise has repeated in this category. Well, they brought Bo Peep back in Toy Story 4, and she's hot now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be Toy Story 4. She's wearing pants, and you can see her butt. <laughs> That's a toy butt. Um, it's literally objectification of women. Great. <laughs> so, documentary feature, the nominees are American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland, and we do have a, another interesting category here. Um, so I have no idea what any of these are about because I've seen I have none of these. Oh, this is great. Um, this is documentary featured. There's no documentary short. We or... did that was like the first one we did. Oh yeah, the skateboarding one. I'm gonna go with the Edge of Democracy. Uh, I uh, sure. Is that just like a random? Guess. Yeah, because like I don't know, maybe they're they're all liberal, so right, they're so I'm like gonna, I'm gonna, our democracy is. I'm threatened. gonna shock you here, okay? According to the Oscar math, Ben Zausmer's Oscar math, the Edge of Democracy has the least chance of winning. I <laughs> don't give a shit. Ben can suck my left nut. So, so this is an interesting category. Uh, the Directors Guild gave American Factory its documentary award, but that's only fifty percent effective at predicting the Oscar. The American Society of Cinematographers gave it to Honeyland. I do not have the stats on how predictive that is. It might be a new category or what something. What the fuck? Are, you're supposed to be like the, I think I've heard it's a new category. supposed I don't to be know. the crunch man of the I know. The whole I, thing. I'm so sorry. Uh, the BAFTA gave it for, for Sama. The National Board of Review gave it to a movie that is not eligible, that is not nominated, but it gave its Freedom of Expression Award to For Sama, and American Factory made its top five documentaries. The New York film critics gave it to Honeyland. The Los Angeles film critics gave it to American Factory. Gotham gave it to American Factory. And to make it a little more complicated, Honeyland is actually nominated for international feature from North Macedonia. This is the first time a movie has been nominated in both categories. Can we scotch back a little bit? Yeah. One of them had a Freedom Award. A Creative Freedom uh, Award? The Freedom of Expression Award from the National Board of Review. Are we just, like, making up awards now? Like, <laughs> it's not, I, it, I, don't, I don't know the National Board of Review. That's very fucking yeah. stupid name for an award. Like, like, oh, like, your movie, best movie, but your movie... I'm pretty movie sure it's a movie that was, was like, the most free. I think it's from, like, a country where freedom of speech is not, like, necessarily... Oh, maybe because the yeah. Four Sama is about... I, I, I have no idea what it's about. I'm just... I think it... I think that that's a good bet based on the fact that it won that award. Okay. That it might be from a country where freedom of I should, speech is not as I probably shouldn't dunk on it then available. because I feel yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that makes me look like an asshole for being ignorant. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but ignorance I, is bliss, homie. This is a category that is basically a toss up between American Factory and Honeyland, but I'm leaning towards American Factory because it is backed by the Obamas. Oh shit! Yeah, you didn't tell me that stat I know, before I was going saving in. That. You motherfucker! <laughs> so I think it's American Factory, but it could be Honeyland. I can't believe fucking Obama would do. You know he fucking <laughs> follows me on Twitter, and I've called him really? out several times, and he never fucking replies to me. Aww, asshole! That's so sad. Fuck you, Obama! I'm I know sure, you're I'm listening. I'm sure you're on like his list of like people he really cares. He's about. He's muted like... my account. <laughs> <laughs> all right read us the nominees for international feature where are they best foreign language film right that's well it used to be called best foreign language film. mine still says foreign language film Well, you did not print it out from all the right. official site it is as of this year changed to international feature well i'm gonna fucking write best international feature on mine how do you spell international <laughs> international yeah all right so it's gonna be corpus christi uh from poland fucking thought that was in texas um <laughs> honeylands from north macedonia uh les miserables from france 
I don't think it's the same. It's like, not. It's not the lame is lame is. Pain and Glory uh, from Spain and Parasite from South Korea. Now, Pain and Glory I really want to see because they gave Antonio Banderas the best acting um, award at Cannes for it. Yeah, I've heard it's really, really good. And I good. really want to see it. I wanted to see it in theaters, and um, I just missed it. But we all know who fucking win in this category. What the yeah, fuck it's you obviously about, you goddamn moron. Parasite has won, like, fucking every precursor, except for, like, a couple. But it's easily Parasite. I still haven't seen it. I really want to see it's it. It's real good. It's, it's a lot of, like, I, I get into these moments where I'm like, I hear about these movies, right? And I, I, I they get hyped up to me, and they sound incredible, and I'm like, I want to see it. And then I just never do. And I suck that way. Um, like I still haven't fucking seen Moonlight and I like, I really like Barry Jenkins. Like I like him as a guy. I've seen Medicine for Melancholy and I really like that movie. That's his, I think that's his first film. Yeah. Um, and I, and then I haven't seen that or Beale Street and I'm like, I'm, I'm a stan. Like I stan Barry. I like like Moonlight a lot, but I love if Beale Street could talk. I want to see both. Just am bad at watching. Just watch The Sopranos again. It's just easier. It is a good show. <laughs> I, I want to do a rewatch of that at some point. I'm doing Maybe it Maybe that could be our next podcast. Oh, my God. Do you want it? The entire Sopranos? Yeah, just oh my sum God. it up. Uh, all right. I'm going to read the nominees for Adapted Screenplay. Okay, now and, we're getting to the good stuff. Follow, yeah, and then you can follow up with original. The nominees for Adapted Screenplay are Stephen Zalian for The Irishman, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, Todd Phillips and Scott Silver for Joker, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, and Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. Uh, I have seen all of these except The Two Popes. I've seen all of them except for Little Women and Two Popes, but I think that, see, I, I actually can't reasonably pick anybody that I haven't seen in this category, I think. I bet Little Women's good and has good writing. It is. Um, Again, Two Popes, I'm not really that interested in seeing. No way it's going to win. No way it's going to win either. Um... So I'm going to say that the Academy is going to pick Joker and what should win is the Irishman. So this is a fun one. Uh, I have Greta Gerwig as my should win for adapted screenplay. I have not read Little Women, but she completely reworked the book, moved the chronology around, and the way she did it made so much sense. It was so intuitive. It brought the story into this whole other level and it just it made it this incredible experience. This is like an easy should win for Greta Gerwig, but I think it's going to go to Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit won the Writers Guild for adapted screenplay. It won the BAFTA for adapted screenplay. But Greta Gerwig did win the Critics' Choice. Um, Steven Zalian won National Board of Review, and and more importantly, Little Women won the USC Scripter Award. Which is a which is a, an award just for adapted screenplays, pretty much. And eight of the last nine winners of USC Scripter won the adapted screenplay. The only movie not nominated for the USC this year was Joker. Uh, Little Women won, but I think that Jojo Rabbit is going to edge it out just because it's got like quips and it's about a funny Nazi. I liked Jojo Rabbit, but it doesn't hold a candle to Little Women. Yeah, like I said, I if I saw Little Women, I feel like that would be my should win as well. But I can't judge it based on the fact that I haven't seen it. And yeah, I mean, it makes it it makes it kind of hard to do a lot of these categories when you haven't seen the fucking movie. But here we are. Yeah, so I I think if Jojo Rabbit doesn't win, it's gonna be Little Women that beats it. But unfortunately, I think that it's gonna go to Jojo Rabbit, which isn't 
bad again, but it should not win. And uh, for original screenplay, we have Knives Out by Ryan Johnson, Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach, uh, 1917 by Sam Mendes and uh, Christy Wilson uh, Cairns. Cairns. Sure. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, by Quentin Tarantino and Parasite by Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-wan. I think that the Cuban... Q-Man's got it, got it locked up on this one, baby. Yeah, this one is either going to Parasite or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Quentin Tarantino won the Golden Globe. He won the Critics' Choice. He won the New York's Film Circle. Uh, Parasite won the WGA Award, the Writers Guild, which is 68% predictive. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood wasn't even nominated because Quentin Tarantino is not a member of the Writers Guild. So He's not? No, he is not a member of the Writers okay. Guild. Okay, fuck Quentin Tarantino for not being in the union, you fucking punk ass. Fucking scab. You're uh, a scab. But, so it's really hard to take Parasite's win as, like, a given, even though it won the BAFTA and the Writers Guild, just because Tarantino wasn't even nominated. But at the end of the day... I'm going with Parasite, which I think is the movie that's more favored overall in the race and is a very original screenplay. Like, it just, it's an original screenplay. Like, yeah, you got to hand it to it. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a movie I loved a lot. Um, I don't think it's like quite as original a work. I get, I get you there. So I think Parasite should and will win. Cool. Who's, what's up next, big boy? Uh, so supporting actor, the nominees are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hot take. Al Pacino should win. He should win his Hoffa. I know the accent's weird, but he is incredible. I am on board with your should win. But it's going to be Brad Pitt because he was so good in that movie too. Brad Pitt has won every precursor award pretty much. Yeah. It's easily going to Brad Pitt. It's not even – it's because they like him. He's he's hot. He's never won an Oscar. And that's – He he has won an Oscar for producing but not for acting. I think think that's another reason why they want to do it for him. It was a great role for him. I think he steals the show in that movie to be honest. Oh, yeah. And – but I just think that Pacino was so fucking good. Like that fucking scene where he's he sits down and he's like, he's like, oh, you wear a suit to me? You do wear shorts? <laughs> like, I I I a hundred percent agree. I think Al Pacino should win. Uh, but at the same time, like Brad Pitt is my other like. Uh, he could should win. Like, I won't be mad. Like, I'll be happy. But but. I mean, Joe Pesci was fucking great too. Joe Pesci was great too. That was this is a good category. Yeah. I have not seen the Two Popes or A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, but fuck. I really All like right. the other three. Another hot take here: Tom Hanks is overrated. <laughs> I'm serious. I yeah. don't think he's a great. I don't think he's that good of an actor. He's like I'm, he's, I think he's yeah. a he's a nice human being, but as a I don't he's not a standout actor in anything. Uh, Maybe Philadelphia. I'll give him that, but that's all he's got. Yeah. Yeah, the the thing is, that all the acting categories this year are really easy to predict. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move on to supporting actress? Supporting actress, we got Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, uh, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, 
uh, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Well, we all know who should win this one because we are Pew Hive. Yeah, you haven't even seen Little Women, and I know you know that Florence Pugh should win. For me, it's not even close. Hive, 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 Hive. Doesn't doesn't matter. Florence Pugh absolutely deserves this. Um, however, we're gonna have to give it to Margot Robbie. Really? We have a crush on Margot Robbie. Oh, I absolutely have a crush on Margot Robbie. Um, and she was on she, Hot pl- Ones she plays today, a real person. And uh, it was. Oh, uh, Kathy awesome. Bates does too. Yeah. I guess they could give it to Kathy, but I think they're gonna go with Margot on this one. Uh, she's got a new movie coming out, so it'd be a great way to Oscar winner Margot Robbie in Harley Quinn. Gotham Sirens, right? That's... So, it's definitely going to go to Laura Dern. It's going to go to Laura Dern? It's absolutely going to go to Laura Dern. Is that what she the has... numbers say? Yes. She has not won an Oscar before, and, and... Oh, I'm so happy. She has won the SAG, the BAFTA, the Golden Globe, the Critics' Choice, the New York Film Circle. The only ones she didn't win are the National Board of Review, which went to Kathy Bates, and the Los Angeles Film Critics, which went to Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, who I've heard was snubbed. I have not seen it. I have not seen Hustlers. I hear she's great Is in she it. the supporting actress in it? Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. yeah. I think she yeah. produced it and everything. So I, I've heard that she was snubbed. I cannot confirm because I have not seen. But of the people nominated, Laura Dern is easily going to win Oscar I'm so this, happy for, for her because story. she deserved an Oscar a while ago for um like literally any movie she's worked with, this with is David a, this Lynch. This is in. a makeup award. This um, is like a career award. Do you know sure. do you know David Lynch's nickname for Laura Dern? What? Tidbit. Really? Yeah. I have seen Wild at Heart. She is uh, very good in it. Good. That is a weird fucking movie. And like I like of course. like David oh David Lynch freaks me out, dude. I love that man. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like you, you understand he's like the sweetest guy. But oh like, no, yeah, yeah. I have never weirdest. heard anything like actually bad about him. Just like oh man, his fucking his work is oh man. You haven't seen Twin Peaks? I saw the first one and a half seasons. Laura Dern in the in I've the heard third she, season. Yeah, I've heard she's I'm not going to spoil who it is good. for you, but yeah. she is. That's a chef's kiss. So Laura I love Dern is get a career award for for marriage. Story. I I mean I would I would love Laura Dern to win. I just didn't think that they would pick her. I yeah. didn't think I didn't it's think happened. the numbers pulled that way. Thank you, she's, Academy. She's won all the precursors. Um, so best actor, the nominees are Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Woo! Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Honestly. Because, like, he, he's going to win. We all know this is a lock. But he also should win because he made the movie at least watchable. What? Who, who are you talking Joaquin. about? Joaquin. Okay, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Because at least, like, his performance would, like, kept me in. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. He's definitely going to win. Yeah, like, like it's, there's it's, no... No, it's not even close. Yeah. Uh, but my should win is Adam Driver. You think Adam Driver should win? Okay. Yeah, I have not seen Pain and Glory. I hear Banderas is incredible in it. That's why I want to see it. Um, I have not seen The Two Popes. I'm sure Jonathan Price is fine. Uh, but of the three others I've seen, I think it should go to Adam Driver. Uh, but again, but Joaquin Phoenix won the Screen Actors. He won the BAFTA. He won the Golden Globe for Drama. And Taron Egerton won for Comedy, and he's not even nominated. Sucks to suck. So it's definitely going to go. Some of the others went to, like, Antonio Banderas got the New York and Los Angeles film critics circles. And Adam Driver won runner-up at the L.A. Film Circle, or Film Critics, and uh, Gotham Awards he won. So, you know, it, it could go a different way, but it won't. 
Uh, Want to read us our Best Actress nominees? All right. We got Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. She's nominated twice. Yeah. Um, Saoirse Ronan, see, didn't fuck that one up, for Little Women, uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Now, <laughs> haven't seen any of these movies, but... I saw <laughs> Marriage Story and Little Women. It's interesting, Best Actresses... Please, okay, no, I didn't say it, mine. I think that Saoirse should win. Because I think that she's the lead, right, of Little Women. And if it's as good as everybody says she is in it, she's the the driving force behind it. Um, I'm going off of her work from uh, the other stuff that I've seen her in, and I think she's a great actress. And I think she probably knocked it out of the park in this movie, um, especially with a a great director like, like Greta Gerwig. I really do like a lot of Greta Gerwig's movies. And I think that she should win it, but... We all know Renee Zellweger is going to win it because she played Judy Garland. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be Renee for for Judy. This will be her second Oscar, so it's not like a makeup award, but no. yeah, she's going to win. She won the SAG, she won the Golden Globe Drama, she won the BAFTA, the Critics' Choice, the National Board of Review. Um, Aquafina won comedy at the Golden Globes, and yeah. she won at the Gotham Awards, but she's not nominated. Uh, Lupin and Nyong'o won at the New York's Film Critics, not nominated, and Mary Kay Place won the Los Angeles Film Critics, but not nominated. What was Mary Kay Place's movie? Diane, which I haven't even, like, I don't even know what that is. It's Diane, um, Princess Diana, or uh, maybe? Is it? It's a Diana or Diane? It's Diane, Never so mind. I don't think so, yeah. Uh, kill myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be Renee, it's easy. Um, my should win, I loved Saoirse Ronan in Little Women, I think she's one of our best living actresses, she's fucking incredible. But I would personally give it to Scarlett Johansson. Uh, you really like Marriage Story. Story? I really liked Marriage Story. The acting is like a major. It's like it's, it's like a. Play, Why didn't they give so it to her for Under the Skin? Oh my God, Under the Skin's way. Yeah, it's is a better movie. But bitch. Uh, there, yeah, there, there's like this scene that was going around on like Twitter and stuff of like Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Uh, what fighting? Yeah, yeah, in Marriage Story, and it's like people were making fun of it. It's like. In the context of the movie, it's extremely good. And there's like, and there was another thing that went viral where like someone was like, I can't believe Scarlett Johansson like memorized this monologue for this movie that she had in this other scene. And it's like, that's just what an actor's job is. It's so funny. But that because, said, it's a really good monologue. But you look at like actors, right? And you see people like Adam Driver and, and um, Scarlett Johansson where like Adam Driver does the Star Wars movies barely kind of like he puts effort into it i think yeah. he's the he's the one who actually puts the most effort into it than a lot of the other people do but like his performance isn't like out of this world stellar or anything then you see scarlett johansson running around in fucking avengers movies for god knows whatever reason just like not giving a shit at all but then they go and they do these like little movies that are they're fucking fantastic and like she was fucking great in jojo rabbit like she played a great part um i mean like we love under the skin here <laughs> we fucking love um like any of uh, Adam Driver's like Jim Jarmusch movies, like he plays like the little like. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, like he plays like the, those kind of characters in that movie. He likes to collaborate that way. Actors just like to fucking act and like get good material. So I mean, I'd be that'd be cool if she wins, but it's just funny to me that they do like they just do these dumb movies so they can like pay the bills and then go actually win awards for good movies. But you know that's their job. So all right, so. We've got two left. The big, the last, the big two. The big two, baby. These are, the, are going to be fun. So, the nominees for Best Director are Sam Mendes for 1917, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, 
Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. So I think I know what the numbers go towards in this, but I'm going to say that our our man, our little guy, our little Marty should win. However, they're going to give it to Todd. Really? That's right. I know they. I know that the numbers go to Sam Mendes, but yeah. they're gonna give it to Todd. Interesting. Uh, I would riot if that happened. Like, they're gonna if, do if it. If Joker wins Best Directing, uh, they're gonna have a riot like they had on their hands in the movie. But it's gonna be against Joker. They're gonna do it. Uh, I will freak out. I trust them. It's gonna be Sam Mendes. Oh no! I know. I knew the number said Sam Mendes, but. Yeah, he won the Golden Globe, he won the BAFTA, He and he won the Directors Guild, which is 89% predictive for Best Director. So... I mean, sure, why not? And it's a very technical achievement. The The Academy loves giving the Director Award to a technical achievement. A like lot Gravity, of, But the, the thing about the, the directing is that the director has to have, like, a specific, like, vision for the film. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the time, like, even if it is, like, a technical vision... You have to still like direct the actors, yes. And I think that the even with the technic, like I think technically speaking, the Irishman's still pretty good. They did a lot oh, of like the, the, of the, the that aging great. visual effects and and had a lot of this for it. And I just think that out of everyone there, I think Quentin works the best with actors. Yeah, but I think that that Marty just found like I mean it's all of his guys, but he just got this 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 thing that was just so. Like, I don't know. Every scene in that, I'm just like, it's so good to me. I, 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 I just, I just, I think he should win. I just, it's just, it's just me. This is my opinion. You my, don't have to like my it. My should win is Bong Joon Ho. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know you haven't seen Parasite. Maybe, and maybe I, that you would, saw it, you that could your mind. probably change my mind. It uh, could, I would give it to Parasite. I would give it a, a way to change my mind. Honestly, I would also be like fine with Martin Scorsese winning. I really liked The Irishman. I'd be very happy with Quentin Tarantino finally winning for directing because I really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, as mm-hmm. as you know if you've listened to this podcast before. Uh, so I'd be fine with that, but it's it's not going to happen. Uh, if, if Sam Mendes could lose to Bong Joon Ho, those are like the only two it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's going to be Sam Mendes. Yeah, that makes the most sense, but I think they're gonna they're gonna pull a fast one on us and give us the Joker because like I, I again I said the the acting whole part of it is that they he they also like the uh, uh, underdog story right here's San, here's Todd Phillips he's coming from a world of hangover movies where he completely <laughs> yeah. switches his style up and becomes this this drama that's very personal very like character driven. Um, uses a lot of the old 70s style filmmaking, um, like has that vibe about it, and very intimate with Joaquin, who they're they're obviously going to pick. So, if you think the director award should go to someone for their work with actors specifically, you'll find it very interesting that the top two contenders, Sam Mendes and Bong Joon Ho, no actors from their movies were nominated. Yeah. That's why I think that. No, that, the thing is, it's Parasite Todd, should really. have gotten some acting noms, it should have. Yeah, it probably. Did, yeah, but it it should have. Nineteen Seventeen has two actors basically the whole time, uh, mm-hmm. one of whom more so than the other. Even they're both like good, but it, it was it is not an acting but that's showcase a, that's, to me. I think that's a, a big thing about that movie is that like to be the like I I think I was talking about this the other night with with you to be like a movie that's 
that's great needs to have everything, right? It yeah. needs to be technically sound. It needs to have great editing. Needs to and the actors have to be there and on point and like have characters that you can invest in. And I th- and or like they just give these great performances. And I just like for in my heart of hearts, I don't think that 1917 has all of that. It's got like the technical stuff amazing, but the character stuff is kind of it's kind of weak and plain and not well yeah, acted. The characters are a it's little just fine. Definitely. It's just fine, and I liked 1917. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree with you there, um, but it's the Academy, and they're going to do what they do. I know. Do you want to bring us home with the best picture? Best nominees? picture. Get your cam. Get your get your uh, get your iPhones ready. Get ready to vote. Get ready to caucus for your best picture winner. So we got Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Joe Joe Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood, and parasite so like i said the numbers they point to 1917 coming home with the bag that's what i think is going to win because this is what i think is going to win but what i think should win is the man from ireland the irish man best movie i saw this year that is nominated however the best picture of the year and i'm gonna actually have to go back to lead actor as well uh the best picture of 2019 is a little movie called uncut gems that was not nominated the best actor category should have gone to adam sandler for his portrayal of the main character of uncut gems and they did sandman wrong they did the safties wrong uh that movie is excellent and you haven't seen it uh pretty much sums up all my interest. Yeah. Uncut Gems, very good. Would have loved to see Adam Sandler nominated for Best Actor. Uh, I really liked it. My personal, like, snubs are like, I think Portrait of a Lady on Fire, I said earlier, should have won cinematography. It should win director. It should win picture. It's just, it's the most beautiful thing. My man thing. loves the beauty of lesbians. Let's it's go. Incredible. It's an incredible movie. Uh, it will go to 1917, I think. If it doesn't, it's going to go to Parasite. I think those are the those are the top two. We had a really tough one this year. So, the Golden Globe for drama went to 1917. For comedy, it went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Producers Guild gave 1917 their best picture, and that's 68% predictive. The Screen Actors Guild doesn't have a best picture award per se, but they have best ensemble, which is like the, the closest. Yeah. That went to Parasite which is the first time it's gone to a foreign language film. Mm-hmm. But that's only 44% predictive for Best Picture. Oh. The BAFTA 1917 got both film and Best British Film, but it's a British film and they're the British Academy, so they were predicted you to like, sound like you're the from London. The Critics' Choice gave it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but gave the Irishman acting ensemble. The National Board of Review gave Best Picture to the Irishman, gave Ensemble to Knives Out, which doesn't have a, a nomination. The New York film critics gave it to The Irishman. The Los Angeles film critics gave it to Parasite with The Irishman as runner-up. Gotham Awards gave it to Marriage Story for Best Feature and their Audience Award. And then one more thing is the Directors Guild is actually 76% predictive for Best Picture. And again, they gave that to Sam Mendes. So, one more thing to consider. No film 
since the 30s, which is when the best editing category was introduced. I think it was 34. Mm-hmm. No film has won Best Picture without either an editing or an acting nomination. 1917 has neither. Parasite has an editing nomination. Hmm. That but is at a, the is, same time, that's a very interesting. No stat. foreign language film has ever won Best Picture. Yeah. So we're gonna have to see some records broken this year, one way or the other. That's a very interesting stat, isn't that you it? Found. Yeah, isn't it? I've seen it a couple of different places. I didn't like. Do, well, do it on you didn't own, do the research, but, but that's fine. You yeah, can copy I, other people's I, homework. Yeah. It's all right. No picture has won Best Picture. You're, you're not in school here. We're not going to give you the merit. But I have 1917 beating that stat. I'm going with the math. It does look like the, it's the slight leader in this category. I'm going with 1917. The numbers don't lie. Oh, like the Academy's racist. And they spell disaster for the Joker. Like, <laughs> the, like Parasite. Uh, you know they're not gonna get, they're just it's i don't think they're gonna do it i will i want to see parasite i really do because i i know i'll like it like i know that's a shitty like thing to bring into a movie where you're like oh i'll just like this movie already right like going into it like it's not but if you're genuinely interested in something you probably will like it it just hurts a lot when it sucks if like you're generally interested in it like I was generally interested in the Green Lantern movie when that first came out. That movie <laughs> fucking flows. Any uh, any last minute uh, snubs that we forgot to mention? Mine would be Florence yeah. Pugh should have been nominated for Best Actress for Midsummer. Um, yeah, Midsummer we really it really affected us. I think that a lot of like A twenty four movies get snubbed. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. I mean, there's some here, like. The Lighthouse is there for best cinematography. Yeah, is the Lighthouse the only one? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I think so. I don't know if is Parasite distributed by A24. No, it's neon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Just, I don't know why that is. I mean, Moonlight won Best Picture. That was oh, A24, that is A24. But yeah, but they usually get like X Machina won visual effects, which was a surprise. I think I got a couple and other they're, things. They're like them. they're like our homeboys. They're a homeboy studio. Love A24. We're big. We're big A24 we're, heads. We're big A24. Heads. Um, but like. Like every time, every time we see a movie, it's, that's A twenty four. I'm always like A twenty four, A twenty four. But like, uh, yeah, they did good work this year, and it did not. They, they, get I think they really deserved it. I think that I don't know. I think Uncle Jumps is incredible. I think Kevin Garnett should get a supporting actor. Like, you know how hard it is to play a fictionalized version of yourself. <laughs> he's really good, at and it. he's so good, yeah. and he's not an actor. What else could have got snubbed? I guess the lighthouse, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. I, I haven't, it. I haven't seen it, but if it's a movie of just, uh, just those two guys, the most time, right? It seemed like a possibility that at least Willem Dafoe would get a supporting nod, but did not happen. It's crazy that that's and Robert Pattinson is incredible, like in most of the things he does these days. Yeah, like he's great. Big fan of the Pat. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's a big snub to me. Would draw attention to the movie as well. I guess the, it was the favorite A24? No, I don't no, think it was. No, the favorite was... Uh... Yorgos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember who distributed it. might have been it, yeah. like... Probably it might, not. It might have been Fox Searchlight or one of those. I, I guess, think it was backed by like a studio, but one of the studios. I guess it, no, I think campaign. it was something like that, like a studio I mean, indie arm. I mean, indie arm, but you know I think I mean. that like... I want to see... What's the... I forget what it's called. The, the Aquafina movie. Oh, the farewell. The farewell. Yeah, yeah. I want to see snubbed. that. That got I've, snubbed I've, real I've, hard. I haven't seen it, but that's what I hear. Um, what else got snubbed? Knives Out was real good. I don't know, like how many more categories I would have like definitely given it the nomination. I was glad to see it get an original screenplay yeah. nomination. It's a really, it's it's a well crafted. Got a movie. lot of catching up to do this twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my my top ones were Portrait of a Lady on Fire and uh, 
Midsummer, and then after that, my 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 third favorite of the year was actually Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think so. that Avengers Endgame should have been nominated for every award, but <laughs> I mean, but like for real though, they had to make fifteen movies to make the one movie. So like, is there some kind of special award that they get for just making the most movies? If the look, if we're saying that like, oh, like this is the most editing category right why can't they just be like the most movies category they should add a new oscar for best franchise and who whatever franchise film does the best that year or makes the well, best remember film, they, they were gonna do a best it. popular film oscar yeah that's what it should be they should have i that. was one of the few people who actually didn't hate that idea i think that's a great idea i don't think it's a terrible then you can idea. get shit like star wars out of this technical bullshit that we know it's like whatever if it wins it wins or whatever but like we can be like okay was star wars better than avengers this year and then we can all compare and contrast it's like, it I, it would get people to watch it who they might not necessarily care about a lot of the yeah. movies but it's like but one of the arguments i hear is like well if something is the best on the best uh popular film like does that mean it shouldn't win best picture and it's like i do get some best, of the like no 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 you know it could it could become kind of a, a best a, a popular segmentalized film? thing but best popular film should be voted on by america american like idol the, style the voter's choice no or whatever, like if a, you're a member of the academy you're banned from voting it's like for the this category. Choice Awards for, However, for a film. However, you have to, it, it should be like a special category where the nominations aren't by the Academy either or however they do their nominations process. It is by popular vote of the American people. So they vote for their but here's favorite the thing. movie. If that happened this year, Joker would win and I'd kick something. But at least you could say like, uh, then Joker is the nominated movie. Why is it this actually bad? might be but the most? Po- why the is most this popular. bad for movies? Nobody goes to movies. Is everybody like forgotten that everybody just streams yeah, that's the movies thing. now? The, uh, the Oscars are like supposed to be a way to introduce people to movies that, that they, they haven't seen go, otherwise, yeah, and, and then we'll go see and spend money on. But if you could go and be like, oh well, like. Uh, uh, this tool that we use as a marketing tool can also we can market interest in people watching yeah. the Oscars by showing them these movies that they already know and can vote for and be an active participant in. They can see those results, and you know what they do? They leave it to the end, so they have to wait to the fucking end to see what or right wins. before Best Picture. No, be- it's it's at the absolute end no. because you have to no. Best Picture by the Academy, and then Best Picture, like, a Best Picture, Academy, Best Popular Picture by, like, the votes, and we tabulate the votes, it, it goes all through the night, and they could show who's winning on screen, like, who, who, who has the most likely chance, just like they do for CNN polls and shit. Fucking, why am I not a fucking member of the Academy, or on the fucking <laughs> board of Oscar? Like, give me an Oscar for smartest guy in the room. Anyway... Uh, this has been over an hour, so I think let's let's call it. Uh, We're follow calling me it. on Twitter at Story Politics. I'll post my final final Oscar predictions uh, right before it starts. Uh, I reserve the right to change my mind up until it starts. As I'm said. not changing, they're all locked in, baby. We're gonna go balls to the walls. I'm like, I just got my vest on, and I'm fucking, I'm bombing this this whole award ceremony. Uh, me and Jimmy Kimmel, we're gonna do a prank. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna prank some tourists in, in Hollywood. Uh, anyway, we're probably gonna watch the Oscars together. Uh, we, oh, maybe. Maybe we'll live tweet them too. Oh, uh, I am. I first of all, I, will. I will live tweet them. If I'm coming over here, you have to give me your Wi-Fi password because <laughs> yeah. I don't get service in your house. Yeah, we can do that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm meaning to ask you for months. <laughs> yeah, you should. Calling you out on pod. Uh, yeah. So follow us on Twitter. I'm at Story Politics. At Luke Hedigan. Best tweets in the game. And our podcast is at Fail Sun Film Pod. 
Uh, tell your friends. Tell us your predictions. Come watch with us. Tweet at us. Eli's address is subscribe. 1500 Pennsylvania Avenue, <laughs> the Washington, D.C. Yeah, is it please, 1500? I think it's... 1600? Yeah, I think it's... I think wow, it's it was close. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's 1600 Penn. I'm doxing yeah, you. Show up at 1600 Penn and start yelling about Joker. And <laughs> Eli! <laughs> can I come in and watch? There probably is a guy named Eli who lives there. Eh, maybe. He doesn't live there, does he? Who? Trump? The president. Yeah. They live at the White House? Yeah. That seems like a dumb place for you to, like, to keep the president. It's an easy target for aliens well, to blow up. A lot of security. <laughs> there's a lot of Not security. Not from aliens! <laughs> Well, if, How come that movie? If they want to blow up Trump, I won't stop. Them. If that if this was 1997, that movie definitely would have won best popular movie in the, at the Oscars. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Uh, Bye. That's it.